0: Okay. Well, let's talk about Supersport real quick. I mean, look, it was as you were, as you always are, in the front two guys uh, on the first race. Sean Dillon Kelly wins the race. Richie Escalante finishes second. Sam Lockoff finishes third. And Sam Lockoff led for some of this race and stayed with them really close. But, you know, SDK's starts are so good. Every single start, that guy is shot out of there like a cannon. But his teammate, Lockoff, led after the first lap, which was really surprising. Uh, and he couldn't keep up with it. But as always, it was good racing between Escalante and SDK. SDK, again, this year has the measure of Richie Escalante. And he did it again. He beat Escalante head-to-head. Um, but, I mean, it was a super close finish. But, man, I was it was a good race. Um, and I thought, you know just get out of moto america sean dylan kelly you got to get out um because during the race they intimated that he may move to superbike in moto america and i groaned and physically felt sick and i i man i hope that's not true where are you standing on all this i mean first let's talk about the race before we get into everything else
1: yeah yeah yeah. so um you know good for sean dylan kelly winning the race um Richie Escalante, and, this was super yep. close. super close finish. A lot of fun to watch this race. Um, yep. I was most impressed with Sam Lockoff though. Um, Sam Lockoff yep. doesn't care about big, big, you know, big You know, doesn't care about big reputations. He's not. You know, he mixed it up with his teammate. You know, throwing some good, good hard moves in there too. Um, but these laps that he was able to hang with these guys and learn and race alongside these guys, they're huge for him. That they're absolutely phenomenal for him. Um, And I think this speaks to uh, it makes me excited for next year's championship. You know, if race one, he finished four seconds off the lead. But that's not really indicative to me of of the obviously to the beginning of the race. This was a super tight race. This this race was very similar to World Supersport level racing, where we see a lot of moves being thrown back and forth, a lot of aggression, a lot of real close, hard racing. Um, And Sam Lockoff did very, very well to not get uh, upset by any of these moves, you know, not get rattled. uh, Stayed really poised on the bike. uh, Just looked very professional, you know, and and he even looked, it almost looked like he wasn't really satisfied in his post-race interview. You know, he just didn't look super happy. So um, I think he wants to learn that tire preservation uh, skill and and how to how to keep that pace for the entire race I think and I think that's something he's yep. going to continue to improve and, and hone as the year goes on or as the as this year goes on and then into next year uh, but this definitely makes me excited for for next year's super sport class uh, regardless of who's going to be in it you know um, yeah I agree so uh, you know I, I was really really impressed with that um, you know Rocco Landers he comes on strong at the end of these races um, he really only, does. If you would have told me five Rocco Landers was only five seconds off of the win in this uh, in this race, I really wouldn't have believed you. You know, just because Rocco Landers was nowhere in the beginning of this race, and and I think that it was mentioned a couple of times that they chase a base setup. There, the bike is set up to do well once the fuel load drops. Um, so it, you know, it it just it's hard to tell. They're also on an R six, which, you know, oddly enough. It's almost backwards to what we see in World Supersport is that, you know, the R6 is so prevalent in the World Supersport class. And then in Moto America, it's not the front runner. Um, you know, there are a lot of Yamahas that is out tr- there. That is crazy, yeah. But, but now we're seeing more Kawasaki's because of that 636cc disp- engine displacement, I think. Um, and, and more and more Yamahas are kind of starting to, to go away a bit because folks are still mov- are moving that direction of the Kawasaki. Um, so, and with Yamaha ending the production of the, uh, of the R6, you know, how's that going to shake out for the future based on the rules that Moto America has in place? Um, uh, but no, you know, going back to Rocker Landers, this is a good finish for Rocker Landers. Uh, Ben Smith went way, way off the pace, um, at New Jersey, I think, you know, finished 18 seconds back. So this, this kind is of surprise. me. How is this possible? This surprised me out of Ben Smith to be completely honest. Mm, i i was
0: very surprised too i mean he's from the northeast this is a home race mm-hmm. basically and it, it, he was nowhere he was nowhere he wasn't even as fast as we've seen him in the past at other tracks so to that end you know i we it just shows we don't have any clue as to what's going on inside the helmet inside the team inside the bike you know it's just sometimes it just doesn't work um i echo your sentiments about rocco landers i has improved dramatically this year uh, from the first of the year. I was expecting him to be where he is now at the beginning. That's probably a little unfair, but uh, I was because of his dominance in the cup class. Uh, But I think Rocco's getting it figured out. And to your point for next year, Lockoff and Landers are going to go at it. And it's going to be amazing racing if they're both in this class. Um, So we talked about Benjamin Smith and fifth. six was Kevin Almeida, you know, still recovering from the injury. So he's bringing home in six for Altus Motorsports. Seventh, Nolan Lampkin. Um Eighth was Stefano Mesa. That's our guy. And I did ask somebody who, so I know that you know Ron Euler, who is uh, the owner of Trading Paint, yeah. uh, who does a lot of body work and um, painting for guys like me. And, but he also does Mesa's stuff. And what he said was that Mesa want a ride because it would lose, he would lose money because he can't chase the contingency money from uh, Kawasaki. Uh, okay, so, all right. And so that's why he races at so many club races. He makes his money. The contingency money he gets from the finishes in the Weir and the CCS and all those things, that makes him more money than he would at, in Moto America. So that's why he doesn't have a ride. Fair
1: that's enough. That's pretty interesting. That's, yeah, that's...
0: Yep, fair enough. Do your thing. In um, ninth, Dominic Doyle uh, on a, another Kawasaki rider. A good finish for him. And Alejandro Thermiotis, my favorite name in Supersport. Um, but you know, so I mean, this race was was really good between Sdk and Escalante. With Sdk coming out on top again. Like I said, he's got the measure of Escalante this year. Um, I, I feel like. I feel like we're seeing the last of Sean Dylan Kelly in Moto America uh, Supersport. I'm really hoping it's not in Superbike so I can watch him finish fourth um, while he should be over there finishing 14th and getting yeah. absolutely kicked in the balls by Europeans who get to the faster and who are cool with no traction control. And you got to learn all that stuff. Um, if you go to Superbike... And you get all that traction control and all those electronics, and then you try to go to Moto2. It's a different ball game. And ask Cam, P- Cam Bobier about it. Um Now, if you're planning to go to World Superbike, okay. But then you got to face the stop rack. You know? So maybe he wants to face the stop rack. I don't know. So we'll see what SDK does. But overall, he ran a great race. And, um, you know, I did mention after the race, they were talking to Sean Dillon and Kelly, and I did notice that he didn't thank anyone. <laughs> I I this is a little nitpicky thing for me, but you got a lot of guys putting a lot of hours in, they're not making much money. The least you can do is recognize the effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I I feel like that's important. You know, they asked him and he was like, "Well, I've been racing like this all year, so why would I change anything that I was doing?" And he's right. He's right. His point was correct. But when they asked him that question, he didn't say, well, you know, I just want to first say, as most writers do, because they know how important that team is. And I'm sure Sean thanked them privately, but I think it means a lot to them when they, when you mention them publicly. And so hopefully that was just a misstep by him. And, you know, he, he has thanked his team before. I've heard it. I just was – it just rubbed me the wrong way when you're that close to winning the championship and you don't even thank your team for putting you in the position all year that they have and giving you the bike that they have all year. So, you know, just something to remember. He's a 19 year old kid. I, at 19, I don't even want to think about what I would have said. Um, so, you know, give him a pass there. But, uh, that small stuff kind of bothers me. And, you know, it's funny. My wife was watching that interview and she said, Oh, well, that is a beautiful human being, but I do not like him at all. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean you don't like him? You heard him talk for like 30 seconds. She's like, no, I can tell. I don't like him. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, go away. <laughs> I'm watching race. Um, but, you know, I, so I, I just feel like, you know, for, for SDK, let's, let's always remember to thank our team first because without them, you're not going to be there. That's the truth. No one does this sport alone. The rider gets way too much credit and gets way too much blame a lot of the time. But it's the same as the quarterback in the NFL, right? You get way too much credit, way too much blame. But you have to always remember to thank those offensive linemen and your pit crew. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's
0: the way I feel about it. So uh, let's Um, just move on. Yeah. Yeah, Unless you
1: got something to say about it. No, I I don't have anything. Yeah, I I, I mean, I've got lots to say, but... Nothing that.
0: Wait a minute. Well, then let's go, Bo. I mean, everybody's—they're paying to hear you speak,
1: sir. <laughs> they're not paying anything, you know, which is great. We like to pray, we, we right. provide this I've, content to you guys free of charge. We like to fill your, exactly. your travel to and fro um, track days with our glorious sounds of our voices and our intellect. So, Bo, um, I couldn't
0: have said it better myself, I, and that's why I brought it up. This I'll is free.
1: You're welcome to shower <laughs> you with that opinion. Oh. Um, with this educated opinion. Now, I, I think that I have always detected a level of confidence um, in Sean Dylan Kelly that has been almost to a concerning level is what I'll is the way I'll try to say you diplomatically say confidence
0: say that. or competence confidence confidence Confiden-
1: confidence yeah, confidence oh I see
0: I see the problem there's two f's yeah. I got it
1: okay all right so the um <laughs> so I, I you know he got a moto two ride he debuted in moto two at Valencia and um and at the end of 2019 I believe um that's correct I, I don't think that he made the most of that trip um you know he crashed out of the race. I think he 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 did well the portion of the race that he was in. Um, and I want to say that back, even back then he stated that his goal was to be in Moto Two by 2021. I think um, obviously it's 2021 now, and now we're talking about him as a World Super Sport, or excuse me, a Moto America Super Sport champion. Um, I do not think that Sean Dylan Kelly should be in Moto America. Um, from a talent perspective, from a skill perspective, you know, obviously talent, skill, knowledge, you know, anything on the bike, racecraft. He belongs. Uh, he needs to go to the world stage now. He needs to take his talents to the world stage. He needs to fight for a position with those guys, like you said. You know, try to try to crack the top ten in your first year. See if you can do that. See how you stack up with those guys in World Supersport. Sport. Um, or you know, try to get your nose back into Moto Two. Because we've seen, you know, Miguel, uh, or excuse me, Manuel Gonzalez, you know, had, had a really strong year in World Supersport and immediately got that Moto2 ride. You are familiar with a Supersport bike. Maybe you can use that as your bridge straight into the a Moto2 paddock. Or, you know, you can roll the dice, stay in Moto America for another five or six years, and then possibly try to go to Moto2, deal with a new bike, and just like Cambobier did, and then be fighting for last. So there, you know, that's, that's the shot. I'm gonna, that's the shot I'm going to take right now. You know, and that's that's wow. a little harsh because Across Cam Beaubier, you know, uh, Cam is obviously not fighting for you know last place. He's doing very well. If he would figure out qualifying, I think we're having a very different conversation about Cambobier. But um, what I want to kind of peel back with Sean Dylan Kelly is that level of of confidence that I think is. Um, he's very comfortable in himself and i'm not sure that he is if he remembers that time that he spent you know in that race at valencia during that weekend um and the talent that he was around uh, because the world talent it's a whole different ball game i think and I think that he needs to experience that. He needs to get out of Motor America. Um, and I think he's going to be humbled just a little bit. And I think that that's what he needs. No, um, question. As no a, question. As a rider and, and as a character, I think that that's what he needs. Because I'm afraid that this, that I'm afraid what we saw on Saturday um, in race one was a little bit more indicative of, of a character flaw and not just a one-off, if you if you know what I mean. Um so I hope it's a one-off. I hope it was just one of those things where, you know, he let it slip. He was in the heat of the moment and and you know didn't think about it. And and we get caught up all the time. We've even seen Raúl Fernandez, you know, at the end of a Moto Two race, talk about the people that hated on him and said he wasn't going to win another race. Um, you, you know, we've seen that 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 you're gonna you're gonna tag me again for it. You're gonna see that passion come out in those riders sometimes. And like you said, a he's, he's a young kid Um, red-blooded he's a a red-blooded hot he's a hot red-blooded american kid so you know he's going to make things like that are going to happen every now and again but i think it's this will serve as a learning a learning opportunity i think for him in the future and i'm sure that he might look back on that and say yeah i probably shouldn't have said that you know just
0: maybe go go on
1: you know if it's not a character flaw then then go on you know just don't worry about it you know you can get a mulligan this time just just thank your team your team's there for you yeah they're the ones that are supporting you. they're doing they're moving could, mountains for you yep
0: we are we and we could absolutely be making a mountain out of a molehill we could absolutely be doing that but that's our prerogative it's our podcast um so let's move to race two now that you've vented a little bit are you good there you good to go
1: yeah i'm good <laughs> you need some water i'm all right i got my gatorade with me
0: Okay. All right. Am I allowed well, to say that? Race...
1: We're not sponsored.
0: <laughs> Wait, oh, you ruined it. Um, it's okay. What are they gonna do? Uh, we're not charging for for this, so they can't they can't come back for our profits. <laughs> That's all that we care about. Um, so let's go to race two. Stam wins that race in an incredible ride. Uh, Sean Dillon Kelly finishes second, Rinchi Escalante finished third there. I'll tell you what. I was in lock off all weekend. I was so impressed with this ride. He really, really, really um, ran a great race. I I just can't say it enough. I I feel like he ran such a good race. And, you know, I think it surprised Dylan Kelly a little bit that, you know, that he was able to beat him. Uh, But, you know, he was – he still secured – the championship. So, congratulations to SDK on the Super Sport Championship. But, you know, he, he really ran uh, uh, an amazing race, Sam Lockoff. I mean, and to beat Dylan Kelly and Escalante, who have been far and away the best, all day, was a big statement and really excited me for things to come from Sam Lockoff.
1: Absolutely. You know, and Rocco Landers, too, needs a shout out here, too, because they're all, oh, you know, these, these top four guys are 15 seconds ahead of everyone else. So yeah, know, the, yep. these guys are are definitely there's something different there. But you know, one thing I want to I want to kind of highlight here is is what is this M four X Star Suzuki team doing in Super Sport that they can't get figured out in Super Bike? It's got to be electronics. It, it it has to be managing electronics.
0: Could be. It could um, be. It could. It could come all down to the. Software. absolutely but,
1: but no 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 nothing taking nothing away from Sam lockoff though like you said brilliant ride it, this is going to be the first of many I think for him um, and you know Rocco I think is gonna get his as well but you know congratulations on Dylan Kelly for wrapping up the championship in this race um, Richie Escalante put up a really good fight all year long unfortunately I think Richie had a you know a couple of with the injury I think that he had earlier in the season uh, missed a little bit and uh I don't know if – I can't remember if he missed a race or two, um, but I do know he might have crashed out of a couple um, early, early on in the season. But, you know, it just wasn't the year for Richie, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, no, Richie started out hurt. I think that he was behind the eight ball from the jump, especially with SDK's rise in form. SDK came to win, was coming – had worked really hard to get better. And, he, and you know, so what? Richie is still the second best rider by a long way in that championship. And, you know, I'm interested to see what Richie Escalante does now. Um, Does he stay here in Moto America? Does he try to go to world super sport or Moto two? I mean, I just feel like there's nothing left for Richie to prove. He, he is easily all, you know, consistently the second place rider, first place rider. And I don't, I know and he's already won a championship so maybe it's time for him too but he's not American so I'm not as passionate about what I want him to do though I would love to see him on the world stage and I would cheer for him Um, but to your point about Rocco Landers and Rocco Landers was closing that gap again in the second half of the race I mean he just he just doesn't seem to have the feeling with the full fuel load but as it goes down that that guy gets really really fast in the second half of the race but again as he's gone on in the in the year he's got some podiums he's he's getting better and i think next year lockoff and landers are going to go at it and i can't wait for that yeah, i cannot wait
1: it's going to be really exciting next year I, I i'm looking forward to it as well
0: you know i i guess that's the the normal front runner i felt like You know, uh, Nolan Lampkin did a nice job in fifth. Almeida was again in sixth. Ben Smith inexplicably again in seventh at his home race. Uh, Stefano Mesa in eighth. Dominic Doyle in ninth. And Jarrett Nassani with a nice top ten there. Um, But really, I mean, just the day went to Sam Lockoff, and I'm super happy he got his first win. Uh, And I'm interested to see what he does at Barber. I'm interested to see if this guy can keep putting it to these other two guys that really have dominated the class for the last two years
1: yeah the last weekend's going to be going to be a lot of fun i think these the rookies in this class are just going to let it all hang out and and and, and you know more power to him i think they should you know rocco needs to go out and see what he can take to these guys and and really push and and give it his all in the best in the in the last kind of close out last hurrah for this season um take what you've learned pack it up for the winter keep training then come back next year stronger and and you know, try to fight for that title. Cause I think it's, it's within reach for both him and Samuel Lockoff. Yeah. And if, I you mean, know, that's assuming that Richie Escalante, you know, is, is gone. You know, it's, it, I feel like you're right. You know, it's going to be one of these two guys that are fighting for that championship.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it's just, it's just, it, it's a shame that, um, they weren't up all year, but that's, the way it is, you know, they had to learn right. the ropes mm-hmm. and now that they, they're starting to learn them. I think, with more races or a longer season, these guys would make some big moves at the end of the year, but I think they are making moves now. And so it bodes well for next year. And really, like I said, excites me for what is to come in Moto America super sport next year.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, I mean, honestly, in terms of Moto America, I mean, that's about all we got. We did our normal ranting about get out of Moto America and go play on the world stage. And we did our, uh, normal why are they doing this and uh (laughs) yeah i but but in truth it was a good weekend of racing in new jersey um it's a track i want to ride one day um i'm hoping to get there but uh other than that i that's all i've got for moto america uh what about you bo
1: no i'm good i think that we could probably wrap this one up and then uh maybe start chatting about moto gp absolutely so we'll wrap this one up and we'll move on to moto gp
0: so don't go anywhere anybody